Tell me about failure number three. Dealing with a difficult client. Yeah, we, we share this. I have another one that you, a client that you didn't help work with, but it was a side client of mine. And it was this teenager who sought me out and his dad owns a family business and they're looking for, to redesign their site for a product. And he emailed me and in the first consulting call, it his, his son was there and mentioned that he found me and like this was one of the biggest contracts I've landed in my freelance career I'm like oh my god and I'm very thankful for that kid for finding me and because you marketed yourself on YouTube yeah because I'm the best damn marketer Mm -hmm, in the world mm -hmm. yeah I'm one of the best I mean not the best but a marketer okay you know what never mind (laughs) no but I have a soft spot for for children because I I want to see them grow. I, I want to give every opportunity for, for children to grow. And I felt very grateful and I was going to do the best work I can. But then more and more, it seemed like I shouldn't have, uh, I shouldn't have let the, the kid make some decisions when it comes to the workflow or design and stuff like that, because I was like, oh, he wants to learn. Okay. And even you just thought, okay, this is weird. (laughs) You said that to me. I'm like, no, I want to give him a chance. And it it was just one of those uh, contracts that mutually we had to end it midway through the project, but the site still got built. It still got launched and it was just weird. And I felt like very, very bad that I didn't get to finish it. But it, it all worked out. But what I learned from that failure was, you know, even though though you have a soft spot for kids, let the adults handle it if it's a very adult contract. Like very, you know, there's a lot of things at play that the, the kid doesn't truly understand. So, yeah, that was my failure with that. And I, I've learned. I've learned. Jess, do you have anything to add on that project? Or are you going to talk about a separate project? It, like he said, what I said, that's weird. No, I, from seeing it from the sideline, you know, I, I think I had told you because you were really ups, upset that, you know, you felt like you failed and you didn't follow through. Yeah. I think that's huge because it's like that work ethic, right? Yeah. Strong work ethic. And I just said, yes, you know, yeah, there's mistakes that were made on both sides, but, you know, you tried to salvage it with good customer service, but then it just, it just, it fell. And that's that's all you can do, right? Yeah. So and then you take ownership for it, right? Yeah. So I did. Yeah. I think it's important to say that like not every project is gonna go the way you hope it would. And I think just taking ownership of the situation. So many times people have come on this podcast and there's been oh, I'm working for a friend or I'm working for a brother or even, you know, I had this dream client that turned out to be the opposite of a dream client or whatever. But I think what's really important to highlight is that how you took ownership of the problem, like said, okay, we have a problem, we need to deal with this. And just having that type of a clear, open conversation with the client to end it, if it needs to end, I think it's just a really important thing to, like not every project is going to go well, regardless of how experienced you are. And as long as you take ownership of that problem and, and make sure that you can end in a cordial manner, then no harm done. What is the worst case scenario that could happen and how we could be, not avoid it, but like 
I guess you could say avoid it. How could we steer away from it? And you know, if it does happen, what are the next steps? And that's why when when we, you do estimates, you're kind of like putting it together, and you're like, okay, well, if this happens, then how much bumper time space or cost can we put in in case it does happen? Kind of thing as well, you know. Yeah, and I think that comes down to like as a freelancer or agency owner over time, isn't it? It's just budgeting that time. Like, if you think you can get something done in a week, don't say I'll get it done. Like, you know, give yourself some kind of buffer time and and really like clear communication with the client. Like, you know, we can get this done within two weeks if you get me the copy by X date or whatever it is, so that you can actually uh, fulfill the promise because there's a there's a dance like your partner needs to step in time with you if you're going to do a dance to win any competition or watch strictly so anyway it's perfect what you said it is a dance i used to tell my team i'm like because we would be juggling four projects at the same time and i said if if they're expecting this then you need to move another project over because i always tell them something has to give and you need to tell them right you need to communicate it because you can't do two things at once. Yeah. And I was always so scared to like give bad news or like, you know, I knew early on, I was like, oh, we're never going to get this project done. Like this timeline is just not realistic. And then it gets to the timeline. And I'm like, sorry, it's not going to work when it's just like the law. I'm just like, why didn't I just say this isn't real? I don't know. Here's the thing, Jack. We, me and Wilson have learned this. It's a deadline majority of the time is arbitrary. Mm-hmm. Like we, we would ask, like, <laughs> oh, like whenever I, I get my qualifying form submitted, they would put, oh, I need this in two weeks. And then when I get on a call, I'm like, okay, so what's this two weeks for? Do you have like a press release going out? Do you have an actual physical event yet Need to you need to go to? You're presenting something. And most of the time it's like, Oh, not really. I just want to get it done as fast as possible. And it's like, okay, so can we push this out like a month or two months, you know, be more realistic with this? They're like, yeah, sure, why not? And I'm like... Yeah, I think a lot of the time, though, with clients, there's, I mean, coming back to this whole idea of, of clarifying and educating, like, it's as much trying to guide them through the process and set realistic expectations and I'm saying this as if I'm like the most experienced freelancer in the world. I'm really not. I'm definitely not good at this. This is the whole reason why I started this podcast, by the way, to ask clever people like you intrusive questions so I could learn from it. Jack, positive speaking, you are experienced. <laughs> but as in, you know, the level of that I'm speaking to some people and they're like working with Edgar Allen. I mean, the, the kind of sk- the Gantt charts of these guys, I mean... Give me cold sweats, you know? It's like three-month Gantt chart, color-coded, project manager, engagement lead, and I'm just there like this. Guys, I I just burnt my toast this morning, you know? It's it's another level. <laughs> How dare you? It's another level. Here's the thing about failure, especially with a difficult client. You learn a lot of things, but some with clients being difficult, you learn what types of personalities to look for for the people you don't want to work with, right? And I think that's important because... All of us, you know, when we freelance, we all have this ideal client and you really want to work with cool people, right? Yeah, it's like knowing your red flags. And it's like the more people you date, the more you know what you like. Same kind of thing, I think. Sorry to simplify what you just said to such an extreme extent. I mean, it's not exactly like dating, but, you know, that type of idea. But, like, do you guys have any red flags that you, when you see it, you're like, this ain't going to work out? I mean, someone who's super controlling... Yeah, is a professional semi-weirdo 
who oh hi <laughs> this that one call is gonna be great this is gonna work out yeah it's gonna be a great working relationship huh. uh, what have i done <laughs> <laughs>